1: Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm a man. Uh-huh. I'm a man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: But uh-huh. do He's a what of a man? He's
1: a son of a man. Oh. All right.
2: Not mad at that.
1: That's well, implied.
2: <laughs> What's implied? That's
1: implied. We figured he's a son of a man. Oh. OJB oh, is running out of things to sing about. Okay. Uh, okay. He's upset. Oh, this is what's called the payback. It's a payback. Uh-huh. Okay. Get down with my woman. That ain't right.
2: No. No, it isn't right. No, it is not it. right, Cecil. So oh, Charlie dropped his bone. Okay. Everyone's doing great. Oh, he dropped it again.
1: Earlier oh. he said. He said, I don't know karate, but I know crazy.
2: You know crazy?
1: Crazy. Uh-huh. Oh. But there's not else. Yeah.
2: <laughs> don't forget to carry the uh-huh. wound. Oh, boy, Charles, you're having a time over here. All right.
1: What's he doing?
2: Well, he needs his bone, then he needs to, you know, there's just a lot going on. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ever since Vegas, he's accustomed uh-huh. to a certain lifestyle, Cecil. Uh-huh. Cecil, so how was your time uh house sitting while we all were gone?
1: Right. It was okay. I hung out with the boys. Yeah? Uh-huh. Watch a bunch of television.
2: You did. Uh-huh. <laughs> What'd you watch?
1: Cheers. Oh. Uh-huh.
2: Do you like that show? Uh-huh. I
1: know I'm off the sauce myself, but I still like to see other people enjoy it. Me too. Uh-huh.
2: I've never really gotten into cheers, Cecil. That was a little above my time. Before I could see your talk. eyes wandering, that uh-huh. you're
1: bored. Uh, I'm alright.
2: No, you have to look at me when we're talking. Uh-huh. We uh-huh. have to like each other. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Why don't you ask me a question to get to know me, maybe?
1: How tall are you?
2: It's 5'11. Okay. Alright, well, wasn't much uh-huh. of a conversation I'm starter, go. but okay, we're going to you- go uh-huh. fix
1: lunch. You want
2: the fish sticks? Uh, no, thanks. I got a whole bunch. No, it's okay. Thanks, right, Cecil.
0: Man. We got it now, buddy.
2: All right, get your fish sticks if you want some. Oh, gosh. Oh, it's geez, so messy. Cecil,
0: take He's, it easy, gosh. buddy. Good oh, lord.
2: Okay, you know what? This <sighs> no, is a new low. No, I don't
0: want a fish stick. Guy, he loves fish sticks.
2: Yeah. He likes them any temperature mm-hmm. as well. Frozen, mm-hmm. sort of heated, yeah. burned.
0: Made a fish stick bagel the other day.
2: How does that even work? And he
0: didn't even have cream cheese. <laughs> he just put mayonnaise oh, and fish sticks on a bagel. I just threw up. Kind of like a Jewish filet of fish, I guess. That
2: sounds like right. my own personal nightmare.
0: Well, James Brown, he queued up some James Brown. today. James huh?
2: Brown, oh.
0: Pride of Augusta, Georgia.
2: Ooh, my Augusta. How's August in Augusta?
0: <laughs> my parents used to go to some steakhouse in Augusta uh, solely on the fact that James Brown used to eat there.
2: Oh, Was it cool?
0: They said it was okay. Oh. But I think they liked the fact that James Brown used to eat there more than it's actually good food.
2: For me, that was Rainforest Cafe growing up, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if you guys have that in Georgia. I know I've discussed Rainforest Cafe, not on the podcast, but just in general. Shout out to Rainforest Cafe. Not Mm -hmm. sure if you're still around, Uh but it is the coolest thing. It is like eating inside a jungle. They have trees, and then every 15 minutes they have Thunderstorms Uh and and there's you know, it's a it's a setting. Okay. Basically it's a movie set. I liked going to movie set restaurants, Mm -hmm. Hard Rock Cafe, Mm -hmm. big one, loved that. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm cool, rock and roll star. Yeah. You know, Dave and Busters. (laughs) Games, there you go. Have some Uh fun. Eat some dinner. I mean Oh, D and Bs. Yeah. Did you have Dave and Busters or anything like that?
0: We did. I didn't care for it. It just it felt like a front.
2: Really? Yeah,
0: it just felt like something else is going on here, and I don't want to be a part of it.
2: Were you an arcade kid?
0: Somewhat, you know. I think any kid, especially in the eighties, yeah, would would get excited if they walked past an arcade.
2: Well, I was a little baby, but I didn't. We didn't
0: have like our local one that I'd spend every day at or anything like that. It was just more of a special event, like you know, if you went to Chuck E. Cheese or something like that. I didn't grow up in an arcade. Although that would have been fun. I love arcades. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite arcade game?
2: The thing with the roll. The rolling, the. It's like bowling, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. like that thing. Ski ball? Yes! Mm-hmm. <gasps> I love ski ball. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> ski ball Don't know fun. why I'm whispering. Yeah. Um, I wanted to make a note, uh-huh. and as a performer, yeah. not sure with what, uh-huh. but, you know, working on that. What. My voice. Listen, boo, we listen to...
0: This is Stoneberg's, by the way.
2: Oh, hi, guys. Welcome to the Stoneberg's. I'm
0: Dave. That's Katie.
2: My name is Katie. Uh Uh-huh. That's my husband, Dave.
0: Yeah, that's me. I'm the husband. That's cool. Uh Uh-huh.
2: I'm working on my radio voice because I noticed that my voice was a little high-pitched.
0: Can I tell you an old radio secret? Sure. The better the female voice, the... Rougher on the eyes.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: Yeah, I knew several, uh, I worked with several female DJs who just had beautiful voices. And before I would actually meet them, like every new station I got hired at, I would listen to that station, you know, before I even moved or whatever. Yeah. Uh, But many times, it was two or three times in my career where I would get to know. On the radio, the voice of uh, you know the midday gal. For some reason, female DJs worked a lot of the midday shift, the two, two uh, ten a.m. to two p.m. Yes. That midday lunch shift, where before you have morning drive, after that you have afternoon drive. Uh, but anyway, uh, I knew several <laughs> several female disc jockeys who just had beautiful voices, and then the first time I met them, I'm like, whoa, that can't be you.
1: Ooh. Yeah,
0: and that and the same could be said for males too. I just you know I never had hard opinions on the appearances of males. But, uh, you know, same. You're a
2: big, beefy sauce daddy. Yeah, I, I'm You're the great. exception.
0: I'm the big, beefy sauce daddy. You know, but they say, they call that having a face for radio. Oh. That's that's a backhanded that's compliment. Sad. Well, not even backhanded. Pretty direct, but.
2: Well, what would you, since you have been an R in the radio industry, what would you suggest with my voice? <laughs> You're not going to hurt my feelings. I need th- notes. Guys. I, I like your voice. Okay, so this. I think it's great. This is a normal. Maybe I should talk in an accent. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I, no,
0: no, how no, are no, you, not, babe? No, no, Don't, 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 <laughs> looking, please don't do that.
2: Looking good, <laughs> hmm.
0: Well, let's let's practice. Okay. Let's let's go through some drills. Okay. <clears throat> um, can, I'm ready. Can you say um, uh, one point nine percent? One point nine percent financing for a limited time only.
2: One point nine financing for a limited time only.
0: One point nine percent financing for Frick. a limited time only.
2: One point nine financing for a limited time only. I can't remember.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, say this. Say. Uh, okay. Say. Um, I
2: think you started me too. That was hard.
0: Say uh, yesterday's hits and today. No. Today's Hits and Yesterday's Favorites Kicks 101.5
2: Today's Hits and Yesterday's Favorites Kicks 101.5
0: That's pretty good.
2: Today's hits and yesterday's favorites. Clicks one more live. Watch out, fellas! The belts are loose. I don't know. The belts are loose. I'm just trying different uh-huh. things. Because uh-huh. don't you have a catchphrase if you're a DJ? Sometimes. What was yours?
0: I never had one because it was a little cheesy.
2: Well, this is Katie ringing all your bells. Uh-huh. How's that?
0: Okay, this is Katie ringing. Uh huh.
2: Ringing all morning, morning. We're ringing the bells.
0: Have a say say traffic and weather together right after Brooks and Dunn.
2: Traffic and weather together right after Brooks undone.
0: Brooks undone. It's, it Brooks, un? it's Brooks and it's two guys. <laughs> a guy named Brooks and a guy named Dunn. Not a guy named Brooks who is about to be undone.
2: Hey, uh huh. Listen, I'm learning here. Yeah. Okay, I'm learning how
0: to speak and read. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, how are you, Boo? How you doing, Boo? Oh, I'm good. You looking
0: nice today
2: you i got a push-up bra (laughs)
0: well it it looks fabulous
2: okay ladies listen i have i always wear sports bras Mm -hmm. we all know this it's comfortable it's fun it's flirty you know it goes under the tank top so it looks like you're layering but yesterday i thought to myself in honor of my beautiful late great aunt i'm gonna i'm gonna go into a bra store Uh uh-huh and I'm gonna get measured by a lady and go. fondled by a woman named okay. Angela. Nice. And she's gonna put me in something that works. Uh-huh. And you know what? My bra size was so off, yeah. and now I got some bazungas.
0: <laughs> you got some kajungas.
2: I got some kajungas, <laughs> which I'm proud of. Hey, not, not to brag, I'm a B, yeah. not an A. <laughs> thought you I was th- an, you a. Thought you were an A. Hundred uh-huh. percent. My whole life. I know, probably because I'm mentally 13. There's stuff going on. I guess guys don't need to get fitted for underwear, right? You guys just kind of know what you're doing.
0: What do you mean fitted?
2: Well, okay, so at bra stores uh-huh. and, and or like even Victoria's Secrets is a bra store, but it's also pajamas, intimates, whatnot. They measure you with a measuring tape. Uh-huh. They have like this whole thing where they measure your boob. It's like a weird pap smear, but not. Is mm-hmm. that pap smear? No, that's a boob. What's the boob squishy thing? Mammogram. Mammogram. But it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I just was thinking of boobs being squished. A lot of boob work right mm-hmm. now. I understand that. Anyway, they have this whole like system, mm-hmm. and it smells of jasmine, and you're like, ooh. It's a whole thing. But guys, I don't think have that, right? We
0: don't have that. What we do have is being nine years old and being in Mervyn's department store <laughs> with both your mother and your grandmother, <gasps> and there being a lot of topic of discussion about the uh, either the tightness or looseness around the crotch. No. I can remember that. No. I can remember, like, because <laughs> like, you try on the pants, and I remember mom and grandma would be with me, and they, you know, they analyzed the length and the waist, and... I just remember on more than one occasion there being talk about how does it fit in the crotch, and even as a little kid, I was like, "I this I don't think you should ask me that."
2: Oh my yeah. gosh! A lot of crotch see. talk. Crotch mm-hmm. talk. Yeah, I never thought. You know, were you? What would happen in that moment? Like, do you remember being like, "Oh my god," is just, anyone listening, or is this weird?
0: Yeah, I remember it being very weird.
2: Why didn't your dad go with you? Dad's at work. Oh right, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. And your grandma?
0: Yeah. And That's just, a weird move. They're a little tight in the crotch. I'd be like, yeah, they are.
2: Now, my mom would go in with me mm-hmm. into the dressing room because I didn't like exiting my room, much mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I don't like exiting the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but was your mom or grandma involved in going into the room with you? Like, what age did that stop?
0: I think fairly young.
2: Okay. I, th- I think
0: they trusted me to go in there and take off a pair of pants and put on a new pair. I think I, I had that down at a okay. pretty early age. Okay. But it was the come out and model it and let's analyze how it fits. You, you would know. do a
2: little fashion yeah. show. Yeah.
0: Oh. Same way I used to, when they take me sneaker shopping, I couldn't pull the trigger on them until I took the sneakers out on the sidewalk and sprinted up and down the sidewalk and be like, all right, these are pretty good. These are fast.
2: Are and, you serious? Oh, yeah. I would
0: always have to, I'd have to try them out. And, and they would, would allow you? Yeah, my mom would explain to the, you know, hey, look, he's just let him. My mom wouldn't come out with me, but they'd stay in the store and watch me run up and down the sidewalk.
2: Oh and I'd come gosh. back in
0: out of breath, be like, yeah, these these will do. These are good. Thumbs up. Wow. Mm-hmm. I should do that
2: now. Yes, you should. That How
0: funny would that be if <laughs> fat 45-year-old Dave
2: <laughs> runs is just up. <laughs>
0: chugging up and down the sidewalk <laughs> in his new Jordans? <laughs> these, are, these are pretty good. I could
2: sprint in them.
0: Okay. Yeah, we'll get these. Put I, them on the card.
2: The only time I've done that is when I went to... there's When I was running cross country, you mm-hmm. could go and get shoes at the running store. Mm-hmm. It was called Running World or something. And I remember Harley Maya best friend who was a track star went and she got fitted and then she ran up and down and they like fitted her arch and it was this very cool thing and then I did it and it felt like I was a queen mm-hmm. except my feet were as big as boats hmm. and I had bunions <laughs> at a young age. <laughs> I
0: had a buddy in high school, guy who played baseball with me, his uh, left foot was like an eight and a half and his right foot was like a ten.
2: Oh, really?
0: And he would always have to go buy two pair of shoes and then switch them and return one and hope they didn't notice the switch.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: I remember that. It was like a,
2: That's a size tough.
0: and a half difference. Not like a 10 and a 10 and a half. It was like 8 and a half and 10.
2: Interesting.
0: Yeah. Huh. That would suck. So you got fitted for underwear. Yeah. Yeah, the guys don't do that. That would be weird.
2: It would be weird. Uh-huh. I understand that. I you understand. You don't want to
0: try on uh, guys' underwear. <laughs> you try it, you buy it.
2: I don't even know. I don't know how you guys do it. Mm-hmm. I just go to the section of either Target or Walmart, and then I look at it, and I'm like, okay. He said boxer briefs, boxer briefs, mm-hmm. boxer briefs, and then I just kind of try to remember, and then I look, and then I go.
1: Hmm.
2: I I want to get you into gay men's underwear now, not in a like banana hammock mm-hmm. Borat type of way. Mm-hmm. In a ooh, these are super nice and they feel good. Like mm-hmm. what's the what's the Cadillac of underwear for men?
0: Well, there's been a lot of changes in technology in the last 10 or 15 years. <laughs> what, with all the moisture wicking? Yes. You know, I, re- I used to wear just plain old cotton boxer briefs. And now looking back on it, like those felt like a burlap sack.
2: The Like white ones? That well, are...
0: it could be any color. Not just, not the tidy whities, but they were still boxer briefs, but they were all cotton. And you can still go out and buy those now. But in the last few years, I've discovered, like, the different, like, the synthetic materials, the moisture wicking, and the more, like, sports, uh, what do they call it, Uh, rash guard type material. And uh, that's just superior, you know, as opposed to just old cotton getting all sweaty and damp and out of position and boys flopping around. Like, no, I need, I need, it needs to be sturdy enough to lock Lock the fellas down. Yeah, keep them in their cage. Yeah, and then but it also needs to be you know the the moisture wicking, the anti chafing.
2: Chafing's a, big, a big deal. Yeah, yeah. So chafing. You know, I all I know about growing up because mm-hmm. I lived in a girl house and there was just one man, mm-hmm. my dad. But like doing laundry, I remember like my dad had tidy whities and then like some of them, and I'm sorry, gross out alert would just be, like, yellowy okay. yeah, stuff, gross. or, oh, that's would awful. have holes, uh-huh. you know. Okay. It's like, let it go, but yeah. he wouldn't. He wouldn't let it go. Wouldn't let it go.
0: Yeah, my dad used to rock the Tidy Whities, too. And he'd sleep with no shirt on, so, like, every now and then, there'd be, like, a bump in the night, you know. <laughs> and Dad would get up to investigate. <laughs> There's just nothing but his tidy whities
2: Oh, he just slept yeah. in his tidy yeah. whities yeah.
0: yeah, no shirt, Aww. no pants, just tidy whities And he, I remember one time uh, there was like some hellraisers that when we lived out in the country, like three o'clock in the morning, his pickup truck looked blasting his music. Like, and we lived like on four acres of land, so it wasn't it wasn't the end of a cul-de-sac or something. Like, if you were up in our drive, our our house was like three hundred yards off the road, so. If you were in our driveway up at our house, you were there on purpose. Like it wasn't no, whoops, wrong turn. And I remember three o'clock in the morning, there was like a bunch of teenage rednecks or something. Wow. And dad's out there, nothing but his Tidy Whiteys, but with his shotgun. Oh just my being God. like, who are you? What are you doing? <laughs> and then they were like, oh, <laughs> sorry. He's like, y'all need to get out of here. And I just remember seeing wow. that was just such a funny visual of seeing dad in nothing but his Tidy Whiteys, also holding a shotgun. Wow. He wasn't pointing it at him or anything, but he didn't know what was going on, so he's just, he had it in his hand pointed down. But was, I'll always remember that image.
2: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Don Stone in his tiny wadies with his 12-gauge shotgun.
2: That is amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's like a superhero character. Yeah, after. take it
0: somewhere else, boys. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, boo?
2: I am so good. First of all, thank you so much. Guys, Dave Stone... The man, the myth, the legend took me to my favorite happy place, Las Vegas, for my birthday. Of course, because I have the Strandberg family gene of stressing and getting nervous before vacation. But the second I'm there, I'm like, yeah, vacation. I never want to go home. And it was everything I've ever wanted. And we took Charlie with it's us. It's a
0: great trip. Great little
2: trip. Thank you so much. Sure. It was amazing. I had a great time.
0: It really was a lot of fun.
2: What was your top moment? What was your top biggest moment?
0: Nobu. Oh yeah.
2: birthday dinner guys. Yeah.
0: Went to Nobu. Who am I? A... Sarah
2: Jessica Parker from Sex in the City. Yeah, uh, we went to Nobu, which is fancy.
0: World renowned uh, sushi chain. it's a chain. They got a few of them. I think there's one in New York.
2: Yes. I think there's one in I don't know. Anyway. There.
0: It was insane. It was one of the best meals I know I hype up food a lot. I get that easily top five meal meals in my entire life. you think about how many I think I did the math mm-hmm. one time, how many meals yeah I've eaten
2: <laughs> Of course let's you say have. for simple
0: math <laughs> three hundred sixty five days a year for simple math, given that you know maybe you don't always eat three meals a day or whatever for simple math, thousand meals a year, I've mm-hmm. been around forty five I've had forty five thousand meals. Whoa! Yeah, this is top five,
2: really top five meals
0: I've ever had.
2: The service as well. Like I have never been to a restaurant that nice ever. Was,
0: the service was insane. It was like it's like one of those where you have like a team, like everybody yes. who brought we twelve different people brought stuff to our table. Yeah. It wasn't just the same server. Like. It was such a, the service was incredible. I'll cut you off.
1: Go ahead.
2: No, I'm just, I'm literally reminiscing <laughs> about how sweet the service was. Yeah. Even crumbs. Yeah. They would take that little thing and get the crumbs off the table. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a good move. They were so nice. Mm-hmm. And I know it's because it's expensive, but mm-hmm. it feels good. Yeah. It feels good that they're nice. People are nice.
0: Speaking of 45,000 meals, also, and I don't say this to brag, and I don't say this to Guilt, I don't say Uh this, to flex or to drip, but it's just a milestone. Uh, It's the most expensive meal I've ever paid for.
1: Mm, I'm
2: sorry. No, no, no. That was my birthday dinner, you guys. No, no,
0: good. I mean, (laughs) rather than if I come home from In-N-Out, I'm like, this is the most expensive meal. No, no, no. Dave bought 400 cheeseburgers. No. Uh, But no, I don't say that to flex, but just, and it was worth every penny. It was. Like,
2: Oh, so it was so special. It was insane how good it was. I'm getting so old. Mm-hmm. Guys, I turned an age that's older. and You want to say your age? I'm 39. 39. 39, mentally 12. No. Yay.
0: You, you're doing great. 16?
2: Though. I might be you look older. Like, you
0: look, You seriously, I th- you look 29. If oh I didn't gosh. know you, I'd say that girl's knocking on 30.
2: Thank you, guys. And now with a push-up bra, maybe I could be a stripper. Maybe. I don't know. That could be fun. Yeah,
0: you could walk to work.
2: <laughs> I could. We have a strip <laughs> club walk to work. a block away. I mean, think of the stories I would have. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I don't think I'd be good. Anyway. No boo. No boo. So good. Well, I so appreciate going out, especially in an atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love... Everything to the decor, to the lights, like it was so detailed and thought through and beautiful and I I just, and the food. So you're just, you're kind of mind blown Mm -hmm. with this beautiful, they welcome you. It's just, I mean, it was like, I felt like a queen and I wore a tutu.
0: You did wear a tutu.
2: I'm into tutus now, guys. Mm -hmm. I don't care. You rocked it. Going to rock it. Going to rock some tutus. Going to dress like a lady this year. See what happens.
0: Here's how good that restaurant is. Obviously, I'm serious. Top five meal, maybe top three I've ever had. And if anyone knows me, Nobu, by the way, all sushi. It's just, well, seafood and sushi, but almost everything we got was raw sushi. That's true. Yep. That's how good it is. And I love sushi and I love poke. We've talked about that. But in my core... Obviously, I'm a meat and potatoes guy. Give me some barbecue. Give me some southern, give me some fried chicken, some fried okra. That's pumping through my veins my whole life. So at my core, I'm obviously a meat and potatoes, preferably barbecue, preferably southern. This was nothing but weird (laughs) frou-frou fish that I could barely pronounce. It was incredible.
2: I love when you say frou-frou. It fru. was so
0: good. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it would be easy to be like, well, Heritage Barbecue, best barbecue ever. We talked about that. Like, well, no shit. I mean, you could look at that place, look at Dave. Yeah, he's going to love that. But this was fancy. I mean, it, it was, I don't guess it was fine dining. No, because the, the dress I think co- it was fine Well, the dining. dress code was business casual. I think fine dining is like.
2: You have to you, wear a jacket. Yeah,
0: gentlemen have got to wear a jacket, that kind of thing. So it wasn't fine dining, but it was. The prices were fine dining, and just but just the experience and just how incredibly fresh and tasty everything was. And I've, I don't know if we yeah, talked about this on this so show, true. but I've talked about before how as much as I love sushi, I've never had good sushi. The only sushi I ever eat... Is either at a buffet or like little takeout spots around here. There's solid, you know, twelve bucks for a yeah. cut roll of Philly roll or California roll, oh, you yeah. know, that, that kind of stuff. Wrong
2: with that. But wrong I've with never that. had
0: like top shelf and this was top shelf. And you yes. could you could taste it. Like you could taste the difference of like, oh my God. Like well, a lot of what we ate was probably caught that morning.
2: Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and you told me, I didn't know this, they fly in stuff. Oh,
0: yeah, a lot of these places fly in stuff well, because, New- yeah, especially in Vegas, uh, probably everything was flown in because no, they're not well, catching yeah, they're that not. fish anywhere near.
2: <laughs> what? Hoover you know, Dam? You know, in, in L.A.,
0: <laughs> a lot of that stuff is just local or whatever, but uh, some of these really nice places, they'll fly it in from Japan or wherever the, the fish is wherever it's caught from you know chilean sea bass from chile or yeah. you know crazy japanese fish flown in from japan like it's an, it was just insane we had like salmon belly oh my god we had that
2: melted melted in your mouth
0: toro we had uh uh red snapper yellowtail had a couple of just cut rolls like and again like I love the cut rolls yeah. but they're usually it's just okay it's you know there's the rice there's the fish you know the consistency the texture we had uh, a yellowtail and scallion cut roll and we had a spicy scallop cut roll just mind blowing
2: unbelievable then we
0: had the sashimi cups oh. they had just <gasps> sashimi in little cups
2: okay so this is a thing. Mm-hmm. I think sushi and cups is going to be the next yeah. big deal. <laughs> sushi cups were a big thing.
0: Well, it looks better uh, with just sashimi when it's just the fish. That's true. It looks better than just, <laughs> you know, laying on a plate. But, you know, all, all packed Great together, a nice little cup, little ramifications. Yeah. But, yeah, oh, it was so good. What We had spicy... Tuna with crispy rice, weird thing. I've I've had that oh, dish so before, good. but the way they prepared it, the the it was like little toothpicks, little cubes yeah. of the crispy rice.
1: Mm-hmm. So it was like
0: a bowl, a little bowl of this really fresh, spicy tuna.
1: Yes,
0: and then a toothpick with the uh, the little cube about the size of a caramel candy
1: yeah. of
0: of a crispy rice, and then you dip that toothpick uh, crispy rice into the bowl of of spicy tuna.
2: Well. It's kind of amazing too that they give us directions like the chef yeah. recommends. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, you don't put any
2: so- and I'm like, "Okay, listen, Katie, yeah. just remember the chef cuz you know dishes. they're staring." <laughs> and it's like, "Okay, just chef told me what? I don't mm-hmm. know."
0: Yeah, they tell you a certain dish but don't, I liked don't add it. soy sauce yeah. or don't do that or you know, you can't add this sauce." Or-
2: tell me be bossy. Oh, good. Be bossy cuz it means you care. So good. Now we want to talk about the mm-hmm. Buffet situation.
0: Yeah, then the next day, we went to Bacchanalia, uh, awarded best buffet in the country recently by somebody.
2: Somebody um, said it. Somebody said it.
0: I got us a 330 reservation, <laughs> and we showed up at 325, and mm-hmm. there was no shit, a line about 200 deep. 200? Uh, yeah, easily 200 and deep. And chaos. Yeah. It,
2: there was no order. It
0: felt happening. like we were in line yeah. to ride the free fall at Six Flags.
2: It It felt like an amusement park.
0: And then people started getting upset. I I don't know what the drama was, but there were some Eastern European folks, presumably, that were really upset and yelling in their native tongue. People were yelling. (laughs) There was a little bit of shoving, I think.
2: There was shoving. And that's
0: when I was like, fuck this. Because I was like, my thought was, if it's this chaotic Mm -hmm. in the lobby... Mm-hmm. What's it going to be like when crab legs are at stake? <laughs> That's very <I> mean, true. <laughs> the way these people were behaving, I'm like, somebody's going to catch an elbow at yeah. the shellfish station. Someone's <sighs> going to get hit in the head with some prime rib. And then I was like, let's get the hell out As, as excited as I was, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not putting up with this bullshit on vacation.
2: Well, and so you then- were so... But, okay, <laughs> Look, going back to excitement... It was all you talked about. I was very excited Because the whole, (laughs) we got there and you were like, okay, three o'clock, we have a reservation at Baca (laughs) Baca Baca. Bacchanalia. Bacchanalia. And I was like, okay. Now, I'm not a buffet type of gal. And I figured out why. Even though the food was great, I like people bringing stuff to me. Okay? Yeah, I get that. I like, see what happened is we went to Nobu Uh the previous night. Yeah. And then you messed me up. Yeah. Because now I have champagne taste. Hard to follow. And I'm like, oh, I have to go all the way there. Now, that's lazy and silly. But it is a busy place. Mm -hmm. you got to be real. You know, it's like traffic laws, Mm -hmm. stop signs. You know, there's no, everyone's just kind of going for it. But, man.
0: So, we left, and I pulled the plug on it. Yep. And we were going to go eat a steak or something. Mm -hmm. But instead, we went and had a couple drinks. We did. And then you had to go back to the room or something.
2: I thought I forgot my new Levi's jacket somewhere <laughs> in the hotel. Of course I did, and uh, which by the way they they embroidered it for me with yeah, my name KT nice, on nice it. That's jacket. I think I'm gonna become Laverne from okay. Laverne and Shirley. Like I'm that. gonna start doing some embroidery. I like that. I'm gonna be like, hey, who am I? This is my name. That way you always remember. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's so rude to yeah. just assume people know your name. Exactly, It's like a name tag. Ugh. Anyway, so I went back to go figure out, and I, of course, just left it on the bed in the room, but... Uh, on your way back... On my way back, I saw Baka Baka Baka, uh-huh. and, and it, it was... died down. Oh, it was lovely. Cleared out. Cleared out. It was just like, welcome in. So
0: we circled back. We gave another shot. We circled it, back. And it worked out.
2: My favorite thing, boo, is getting you drunk. Now,
0: mm-hmm.
2: here's the thing. I'm not... Unfortunately, I'm not an alcoholic. Trust me. I've tried to go to the club. I'm not good at it mm-hmm. anyway, but I used to drink a lot, yeah. and so watching you drink mm-hmm. and seeing you turn to jolly drunk now is the greatest thing in my life. I love you natural, all natural. I love an organic boo, nothing in ya. but man- when we're in Vegas, I'm uh, just like, here's martinis. Yeah. Drink this. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, you were really feeding them to me.
2: <laughs> what was your favorite out of all of the cocktails? Because I got them some fancy cocktails, yeah, guys. Yeah, we had some
0: fancy cocktails. Man,
2: I don't want to say how much I paid for we some of We went to those.
0: the Vanderpump Cocktail Bar. That was fun. I mean...
2: That was the greatest moment of my life.
0: Whatever I had there was great.
2: Lisa Vanderpump is the greatest housewife of all time. I mean, she's up there with my Bethany Frankel. We Uh all know I'm a Bethany stan. Yeah. Anyway, guys, she has a cocktail lounge inside Caesar's Palace, which is where we stayed. And, oh, I waited in line like a tween to see a concert. And it was just great. And that is when I had a mocktail Mm -hmm. that was the most delicious drink of my life. And I got you a pump margarita or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was great.
0: What was your favorite part of the buffet? So you said okay. you're not a buffet gal. I've always known that. Rarely have you you've been to an Indian buffet with me once or twice. That's about it, I think. Did we go to? Uh, did I take you to Casey's buffet in Wilmington, the barbecue buffet? Did you go? Is there that the
2: meat and three thing?
0: No, it's kind of a meat and three, but it was a buffet. In Wilmington. And
2: it was cold? Was it cold? Was it winter?
0: No, we were in Wilmington. It was uh, the week after my dad died. And I I went and did those shows, even though I didn't feel Um, like doing them.
2: Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, I'm I'm pretty sure I took you to
0: Casey's Buffet, which is one of my absolute favorites. Barbecue, Southern, Soul Food Buffet. You've been to the Indian Buffet with me a couple times. I have. You don't. You're not a big buffet person, and I, no. I get that. I respect that. But that being said, this was one of the best buffets you could possibly go to. So, what'd you think? It was good. Uh oh.
2: <laughs> Your voice got high. <laughs> I know. It's good. What so, didn't you like about it? Okay. Very good food, mm-hmm. right? But you can only do very good food for. I just like individual wrapped meals. Mm -hmm. High.
0: You like food that was specifically prepared for you. Yes. Not just buffet style, throw it in the bucket and
2: let them pick at it. Well, a lot of people like cold food. Mm -hmm. A buffet Mm -hmm. is mostly cold food.
0: No, that's not true.
2: Very true. The heat lamps, I understand. But then even if it's the best buffet in the world, you're still going to have that weird buffet skin on top of the heated stuff, like the chili. You'll have like the... You know, how pudding skin Mm -hmm. gets on top, and I don't know, and then I I have to reach, and people are just so aggressive, and then, you know, I don't want to go back again, so then I just keep loading it up, and then, you know, I just, stresses me out, I think.
0: Well, I think my attention to detail kind of caught you off guard, (laughs) because I made us do a recon lap before we even touched a plate.
2: Yeah, see that was my I shouldn't have done that. Right. I should have just gone in. I just kinda you like You gotta
0: be prepared. You gotta know what what looks good. You gotta you gotta have a strategy. Especially I at a place like that. Okay. that place had so much you gotta variety have strategy That I didn't you I ate three plates and didn't get a get everything I wanted. I mean, you do, you gotta have a strategy.
2: Well that's the thing. I felt kind of like bored after too. Oh, you're so hurt. What do you mean? No, I was having so much fun with you, but like we would have to like switch. It's not like we're hanging out. It's like shifts. Like, okay, we're I'm staying. Well, because someone had
0: to watch your purse. But yeah, we would go (laughs) in
2: shifts. (laughs) Someone did
0: have to watch their purse. And each visit took us each about 10 minutes. So like, you're right. The whole meal, we never really ate together. It was just me eating and you retrieving. Mm -hmm. And then you'd come back and then I'd leave and you'd stay and eat. Yeah, we did that about four or five cycles.
2: A little bit, and yeah. then, well, the lady was amazing. I loved mm-hmm. our server. Yeah, she was great. But uh, yeah, and then in the beginning, you just pay up front, mm-hmm. which always throws me. And then I didn't. They were like, you could tip now or not, or tip with cash. And I just got nervous.
0: I never like to to prepay the tip.
2: <sighs> yeah, I you know? know why is that? Well, at a buffet, tip is based on merit. Based on performance. Are we tipping the chefs at a buffet? Are we tipping... Like, who are we tipping? Yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't even know where it goes to. But I always tip at the end accordingly. Even though it's a buffet, I'm still going to need refills on my drinks.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: still might need some sauces and condiments that aren't available at the buffet. I still need some service. And what? she was great. But I'm saying I've had experiences where, like, I tip up front and then I they bring me my Diet Coke and then I never see them again. I'm like, wow, I'm glad I tipped 20% for... Yeah. One, <laughs> you, you brought me one soda. It's crazy, too. The Indian buffet I go to, I don't understand this logic at all. They, they, they never bring me the check. You just have to go up to the counter and be like, hey, do y'all have my check? Oh. And my point with that is, you would think at a restaurant, you want turnover. Mm-hmm. You want to turn those tables. Mm-hmm. When I used to wait tables, especially on lunch shift, I knew people were... You know, they had, they had a lunch hour. They had to get back. I would always bring that check midway through the meal. Of course, with the with the preface, like, hey, no rush. I'm not trying to rush you, but it's here whenever you need it. Yeah. But, uh, boy, that's, I've been going to this one for 10 years, the one here in L.A., and every time I have to go up and ask for my bill. i like, why not just – and it's a buffet. It's not like I'm going to order – I'm not ordering from the menu after I let you know I'm ha- you know what I'm saying it's yeah. not like well maybe he wants dessert or alcohol like no it's a buffet just
1: it's
2: just a buffet yeah
0: and maybe that's why they don't cuz it is so easy but anyway my point is I never understood the concept of tipping before the meal
2: here's the thing about mm-hmm. buffets as well i associate buffets <laughs> buffets mm-hmm. with weddings a lot of the time mm-hmm. I understand, and we had kind of a buffet-esque. Well, we had family style. We had family style. But, you know, no matter what, you're still making a lot of food Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be the same as a personalized meal.
0: Uh, And and with that, I will agree. Um, As much as I love a buffet, and as great as this place was, rarely do you find food on a buffet that's as good as a good restaurant dish.
2: Yeah. Yes, no, you and know. it was very good. I went I went wholeheartedly into the seafood. Yeah, you did in a bunch fact, of shellfish. Did a snail.
0: You did snails? Yeah, escargot. Uh,
2: like some sort of No, it was oh. a sea
0: Oh, a sea snail. Remember, it was a mm-hmm.
2: weird shell and I think I was allergic to it huh. because immediately after I broke out in the worst acne of my yeah. life, but it was so good. Yeah. Sometimes, I guess, you just got to take a Benadryl and take a chance.
0: They had crab legs. They had crab claws. Ooh. They had mussels. They had uh, smoked oysters.
2: Oh, my gosh. Shrimp. They had lobster
0: bisque. Lobster bisque. And
2: I love how they served it in those little, like, thingies. Little
0: bitty cups. Yeah,
2: midi cups. So mm. cute. Yeah. So cute. Oh, it
0: was a good time. Um. So, yeah, we did Nobu. We did Bacchanalia. We did Vanderpump cocktails. And somebody... Had some good luck. Cha ching cha ching. Someone grab a bucket. This lady has won the slots. Guys. Let's let's be honest. How much how much money did you win?
2: Seven hundred dollars. In like ten minutes. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Yes. And it was like the only I first of all, I have wasted Mm -hmm. you know, about twenty bucks. Okay, forty. On you, certain ones,
0: you, you technically won eight hundred, but you, you spent hundred.
2: I spent hundred with those yes.
0: with those credits. You won eight hundred, so yes. you you profited seven hundred. Yeah, in ten minutes. Yeah, and tell us what you do with your winnings.
2: Okay, guys. Now I want to go ahead and state. I understand how douchey this is going to sound. Mm-hmm. Slash, really materialistic. Judge away.
0: But I will say, okay, this is the exact scenario when you can do something.
2: Well, they make it it's so found easy. Found money.
0: You it's you won seven hundred dollars.
2: So you win seven hundred dollars. You go to a little cash out thing. I immediately just cashed out because I knew smart. I was just going to get stuck there, smart. and I wasn't. It wasn't on my beloved Wheel of Fortune.
0: Which uh, which machine was it?
2: It was this weird eagle thing. Huh? Because <laughs> you know, like any type of bird reminds me of my dead family. So I'm just like, oh, all right. I'll
0: play the eagle thing. And
2: then I played the eagle thing, and. Boom! I after like two two shots, I, it was just amazing. Uh-huh. I, you hear all the noise and you hear all the things. Took it, and Caesar's Palace is next to the Forum Shops, uh-huh. which is all these fancy schmancy shops, right, guys? Very cool.
0: And they got that thing. I don't know how to describe it, but it's an indoor. It's like an indoor, indoor mall, mall. Yeah, but the ceiling. Is done. A, it's curved like mm-hmm. like a, like a um, diorama. Yeah, a and, dome. A dome, and B, it's painted or done something to look like the outdoors. It looked like uh, blue sky, but it was it also was
2: Italy, and it was just it looked like Italy. Well, it
0: looked like Italy, I was, but I it, don't. It, I've never been. It looked like it was eight p.m. At all yes. time, Like, the sun had gone down, but it wasn't dark. Yes. You know?
2: It was perfect. And
0: if you were drunk enough or high enough and not paying attention, mm-hmm. you would swear that, oh, I, we're outdoor. We're in an outdoor market. 100%. That's how realistic it looked. Oh. So that was like the, those were, so that was the forum shops. Yes. And it was just murderer's row. Of of brand names. Well,
2: and they there make it a, like, well, look, there's so many brand names. Yeah. It's not that bad. There and was,
0: I don't even know the brand. What was there? Fiddy? Who's Fendi? Fendi. There's
2: Dior, Dior. There's, I guess, some sort of watch company that Adam Driver, Brad Pitt, and Charlie Theron are like, I don't know, hawking. Uh-huh. But man, that poster was amazing. Yeah. Charlie Theron might be my favorite actress.
0: Yeah, she's pretty great. Just I've always been a fan.
2: So you're walking, and then everything starts becoming normal. Like, Mm. oh, there's Tiffany. Oh, there's this. So I go into Gucci. Yeah. Now, why do I love Gucci? Because it's fun, and it's different, and it's classic. (laughs) Now, a lot of people are Louis Vuitton ladies. These are, you know, Louis Vuitton is a more leathery, very classic, right? Well, this reminds me of a certain family member, which I'd rather eat glass than Uh be like. So Uh
0: she she, she likes Louis Vuitton.
2: She loves Louis Vuitton. So I was like, never want to do that. But I. It's the
0: same reason you don't want a Mercedes.
2: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) or a red truck. Yeah. Anyway, no one, no one knows that but me uh (laughs) or somebody who's really good at (laughs) historical Strandberg history. Anyway, um, went in. Couldn't be more lovely. Couldn't be more fun. And I got myself, with my winnings, a Gucci bag. Nice. And it is the nicest bag I've ever seen. I've already used it every single day. I love it. It's, Have you ever had a Gucci bag? Never. Uh, Never. Never, 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 never. Like, never. I had the same Forever 21 bag for the last 20 years. Swear to God. Really? I just recently got rid of it.
0: So in... I know this is a dumb, obvious statement, but bags, handbags, it's mm-hmm. a big get for your average lady.
2: Yes. Not if that you're you, an average lady. You're no, typical, no, no, You're typical No, I'm lady. average, yeah. Uh, a
0: typical lady who likes lady things, a Gucci bag is like a big get.
2: Oh my gosh, yes. It's like, okay, here's the thing, guys. Let's go ahead and get the notepad out. Your wife doesn't want any type of gift basket that you just kind of phoned in uh-huh. but honestly all those start building up get one nice thing one night nice get thing. one nice thing you got you got two big things to think about you uh-huh. got a birthday and you got christmas uh-huh. or hanukkah
0: anniversary fairly big
2: kind of but that's Valentine's. you're okay to just okay. do something together birthday or figure christmas out your yeah big gifts. but these are our only times uh-huh get some one I think one big item not a lot of small now I used to give a bunch of small which I Uh thought was fun but then I found all my gifts in my dead parents closet so anyway it's fine but one big gift like even a fancy wallet or a Uh keychain from a fancy place that they would never ever buy Mm -hmm. is just such a nice thing I remember when the Maya's my second family who I love uh they got me a Tiffany bracelet and I thought it was the like, and it was, and I still have it and you got me one of those and it was so sweet. And it's just one of those things where you open it and you almost feel honored. Like, wow, this person really, Uh but in reality, if you go on the website, yes, a lot of things are exorbitantly, is that the right word? Sure. Uh, Expensive and Uh crazy, but like the smaller items, It's probably the same you'd spend on a gift certificate or whatever. And let me tell you, boo, you also got me the greatest gift ever, which kudos to you.
0: Fancy perfume. Oh, I got you fancy perfume. Listen, guys, write it down. Can I give a tip to the fellas out there?
2: Fancy perfume.
0: Fellas. Do it. You probably got an iPhone or something similar. It probably has the little notepad application. You know, I'm a little yellow notepad
2: thing. Love the notes, the note section.
0: In my notepad, I have a file titled Katie Gift Ideas. And you keep that in your phone. And anytime you're out with your lady and you're at the mall, perhaps, and she makes a comment about, ooh, uh, Blushing Boutique mm-hmm. from Dior. I, that's my favorite perfume. I'd love a bottle of that someday. You whip out that phone and you go to. It'd be you know unless your wife's name's Katie, you you you'd need to name it something else.
2: But for right. me, or just, you could name it Katie, K-Kate and that's a fun
0: decoy. Katie gift. Eye. I remember we were at the mall. Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was after after you bought me a, a car, <laughs> we went to the mall, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: and you just made a mention that you liked it, and I was like, I whipped out my Katie gift idea in the open, Dior Blushing Bouquet perfume. Got it, and then months later, when your birthday go, run, comes around. Then I just pull out the old iPhone and look at the old notes application, and there you go. There it is. But my point is you gotta it, it's like jokes, it's like joke ideas for comedians. Mm-hmm. for comedian never in the history of my comedic career mm-hmm. have I thought of something funny and said, "I'll remember that later, write it down later," and then ha- remembered it. You never remember. It. Mm-hmm. you gotta write that shit down immediately you do, you do. So same thing with gift ideas. Because you also can't come back a week later, going, "Hey, what was that perfume you said you liked?" I mean, you can do that, but, but the, then it's gives it gives it away. Head.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Got to
0: do it on the down low. So anyway, that's the only reason I knew that you liked it is because I was listening.
2: That's the thing he has hear Um, hey guys, if you're a hearing person, mm-hmm. uh, listen. just listen, because mm-hmm. we always drop clues. Oh, that would be nice. Did I tell Sigh. you
0: about when I went to buy that perfume?
2: No, what happened?
0: I went to Macy's. At the Burbank Mall and uh, went into the dreaded uh, perfume department.
2: Very, a lot of fluorescent light Yeah, a
0: lot of fluorescent lights, a lot of people spraying, spritzing. And I finally, nobody would help me. Of course, you know, I know what I look like, but still, um, nobody would help. Finally, I had to find the Dior counter. I don't, I'm not familiar with how this works, but I guess each brand has their own little counter. Yeah. So I finally found the Dior thing, and I was asking the lady if they had it. And she goes, I'll do, fuck it, I'll do the accent. She goes, yes, we have it. It's very expensive. It, it only comes in one size, and it's very expensive. Like, you can't <laughs> afford this, you piece of shit. Oh, and I was no. like, well, I'll take whichever one you got.
2: I
1: love you.
0: Because this is what she wants. What if and it was huge to sell me as a shit. gallon? Yeah. So they
2: come out, yeah. and it looks like a, it's, it's in a keg. $14,000. <laughs>
0: But they also kept trying to sell me on other shit, and I'm like, "Listen, this is what she quoted me as saying she liked. This yeah. is what I want." Yes. But and then she said again, "It's very expensive." Like, I mean, I know I'm, I've grown my hair out a little bit, but I don't look like an unhoused person. No. And come in there smelling, I wasn't holding a loose auto part as a weapon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but she looked at me like this fat fucking idiot can't afford this shit. And I was like, I'll take whichever, whatever size it is, I'll take it.
2: Were they trying to give you other options? Like, what were they trying to sell you?
0: They were trying to sell me some other stuff, Do you and they wanted to me remember? to no. And I was just like, Listen, I <laughs> I don't care what it smells like. I'm not taking a chance. She said she wanted this one. This is the one I'm getting. Yeah. And so what did it? You know, I, I'm I'm not balling out of control, but I don't shine shoes no more. I I, yeah. I can afford it. So fucking, can I get this, please? And eventually they sold it to me. But, yeah, it was the classic, it's very expensive.
2: Well, here's the thing, too. And it
0: wasn't, by the way, it was, uh, it's not like I had to, they didn't do a credit check. I didn't finance yeah. the thing. It's not like it was, it wasn't a $1,000 or yeah. anything. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I knew it would kind of be about this expensive. So, yeah. can I have a bottle, please?
2: And some, listen, this isn't for all ladies. Some ladies would be like, "Oh, why'd you spend that money on this? But... Even the fragrance thing, I that's a big buy. Like fifty bucks, hundred bucks, eighty bucks, like fragrances are expensive. Now, I don't know how you are in the cologne game. I don't think you're a cologne dude. I wear brute. You yeah. Four dollars at right <laughs> eight. But I I
0: literally I wear brute.
2: I wonder if you'll <laughs> do you think you'll ever get into the cologne game? Have you ever been a cologne? Man? I had
0: some Dracar. In seventh, What's eighth jaguar? grade, Drakar Noir. You don't remember that? No. Or Noir. Oh, it was the big men's cologne in the late '80s, early '90s.
2: Was it really? Came
0: in a black kind of um, kind of an Show. oblong <laughs> egg type thing. Yeah, it's in always lit- in an egg. But yeah,
2: Drakar. Interesting. Yeah, I,
0: I was rocking that in seventh and eighth grade.
2: Wow. Yeah. Well, I was uh, propositioned by. Well, no, a salesperson was trying to sell me uh-huh. unisex perfume okay. yesterday at this very reasonably priced place. Anyway, long story short, I just didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I was going to get it for you, but then I was like, I just don't know if this is a waste of money. Is it not even? You know what I mean. You're not really a scent.
0: Yeah, I, I put a dude. little brute uh, in my beard and then comb it. Okay, that's, that's the extent the extent of my scent game. Well, you smell good. I try to smell good. You yeah. smell great. You wanna, but you don't want to be too. Smart. You don't want it to attract attention. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to be the guy in line at the post office that everybody's like, jeez. Yeah. But you want just enough for the people that get close enough to me. Yeah, like you
2: that it smells pleasant. No, you smell fresh. I try. You're very clean. I'm <laughs> disgusted <laughs> I
0: am I'm I'm a little I don't think I have O C D when it comes to that, but I I do. Well, I know exactly what it is and this isn't a woe is me story, but it was four years living in a van, not having your own bathroom, not having your own <laughs> shower or toilet. Like now that I do, like I I mean I there I would go four or five days sometimes without a shower. And that Really? Yeah. Just like, oh this sucks So now that I have my own shower, I'm clean as a whistle all the time.
2: so proud of you. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember CK1?
0: Yeah, I think so. I
2: remember that. That was a unisex. I think that was, like, the first Mm -hmm. big, like, marketing thing where it was unisex. And I remember...
0: Oh, that was a unisex scent?
2: I think. Uh, I'm not sure if it was... Listen, I could be full of shit, and I probably am, but... Um, I just remember being like, Oh, the cool kids have it. Cause mm-hmm. like all the like cool girls in my grade had it. And I hated the smell hmm. and I didn't, I was so upset cause yeah. I wanted to like the smell. But even as a young girl, I was an old woman. I mean, Estee Lauder, Jeanette, the ladies know what I'm talking about. I think my
0: mom used to have G- Estee Lauder. I yeah, remember saying Estee Lauder. It, uh, yeah. They, man, there's one perfume that older women wear and I don't know the name of it. <laughs> that it's the worst thing i've ever smelled in my life. <laughs> and it's it's not a, it's not like it smells bad. Mm-hmm. It's just not a good perfume. Is it white diamonds? Is that a thing?
2: White diamonds is, is a what, thing. My mom used to wear white diamonds. It's very
0: powdery smelling. Yes. It smells like overwhelming mm-hmm. like old lady powder. And every time i smell it it's so strong. And I know, I've known a bunch of older women who wear it, and I know one woman my age who wears it. And every time I see her, I'm just like, oh. Do you see her a lot? Nah, maybe once a year or something.
2: Hmm. But yeah. I wonder who. Yeah,
0: I'll tell you off air. <laughs> it's just like, whoa, you smell like an old lady.
2: Question, is this, I know it's a powdery smell, they have... Like my mom used to get that. The Naté was a little powder. Like it had a, yeah. it had a poof, and my she would put that, it on yeah. her after shower. Maybe
0: that's it too. Maybe it's yeah. actual powder. It's actual powder, <laughs> but it, it's just overpowering.
2: I always felt like a founding father with that. I yeah. was like, I can't get into the powder, mom. Yeah, it just wasn't for me.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, and it's interesting because my mom would have. She would keep even hotel like lotions and stuff and she would set them up like display them yeah, for years nice. she would cute. keep this stuff i mean i have it now and it's and they go bad see i was raised with thinking fragrance fragrances don't go bad and either uh does makeup but huh. apparently both do. oh really yeah i didn't know
0: how that. long is your average fragrance what's a uh, shelf life
2: i think it's about a year or two
0: uh, is that all yeah oh man i just assume most people kept perfumes for like 10 years.
2: My mom did. I don't know. I was told by um, TikTok, actually. Yeah. That it goes out of style. But who Sa- knows?
0: Same thing with spices, by the way. Cooks.
2: cooks no way! Yeah,
0: spices go bad after about a year or two. Hmm.
2: Yeah. I
0: mean, they don't go bad. They're not going to make you sick. They're not going to taste awful. But they, they lose some of their edge.
2: Interesting. Mm-hmm. I loved Axe body spray when I was yeah. trying oh, to smoke oh, in my early 20s. I hate that shit. Because I was trying to be cool. Um, I just got that, and I would douse Mm. myself in it after smoking so my parents wouldn't know. Yeah,
0: that's rough, that cheap stuff. Says the guy who wears Brute. I
2: love (laughs) it. I don't know why. There's something, obviously something that I'm obsessed with, Mm. with it. But it's strong. I like a nice, powerful, like, hey, here I am. Remember in Anchorman when he was like, Tiger's blood or whatever it was (laughs) that made him vomit? quite (laughs) pungent. But Boot. I feel a little bad because Mm -hmm. your birthday falls before mine. Yeah,
0: five days before. Oh, we didn't talk about that. I had a great birthday.
2: Okay, so I think I kind of flopped.
0: Boo. I flopped. With all due respect, you're out of your fucking mind.
2: Okay. (laughs) If you say all due respect before, you can say whatever you want.
0: Same way I have an aunt who uh, will always preface things with, I'm not trying to be critical, but, and then she'll just insult the shit out of you. It's like, oh, you prefaced it by saying you're not trying to, so now it's okay.
2: Yeah. You
0: still said a very mean thing. So, having
2: said that, yeah, having remember said that, that curve? Yeah. <laughs> having said that,
0: uh, Boo, what are you talking about? Do you, mean, want, do you want me to tell people what you bought me?
2: I just, here's the thing, guys. I usually go big. Like, we go somewhere and then we do something. But let me tell you, grief and all these new hormones I'm on. It's kicked my ass lately. I told
0: you I didn't want to go anywhere. We just got back from Maui. I know, but I knew I was going to take you just to a quick little vacation. One Vegas day trip. I'm going to really
2: need... knock it out of the park because you're yeah, such a good planner. I know.
0: Maybe one day you should like buy me a car or something, <laughs> or take me to Maui. <laughs> just just some ideas. Maybe you should do that <laughs> for me.
2: Anyway, we went to one of your favorite restaurants, right? You think?
0: Oh, I definitely think I'm trying to think if it's number one. I mean, it's this is top. Three favorite restaurants on the planet, top three.
2: What is Uh, that, Boo?
0: Parks Barbecue.
2: Yeah,
0: and it's and I've talked about it before. It's not traditional barbecue. It's Korean barbecue. It's so good, and it's uh, so many publications and, and blogs in L.A. have listed it as the number one. Like, yeah, I haven't had a ton of Korean barbecue only because I can't go anywhere else but Parks when I'm in L.A. I've had a few LA uh, places. Yeah, there's some really
2: good. I've ones. had some
0: good. We had some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, the
2: night I threw up in an Uber? Yeah, the
0: Tyler yeah. Childers show. We had some great uh, <laughs> Korean barbecue at another place. There's a place in Glendale. That was pre
2: barbecue, yeah, by the way. Don't worry. Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, this Park's barbecue just absolutely insane.
2: Listen, you're kind of ruining me with food because now now I'm getting some champagne taste. In- I'm by proxy. I'm becoming a foodie, and I I don't appreciate it.
0: In the span of six days,
2: <laughs> I mean... I feel like a tub. I've gained I so like much weight.
0: I fat ass, but I also feel like a king. <laughs> in six days, I ate Parks Barbecue. Yeah. Arguably the best Korean barbecue, definitely in L.A., maybe in the country. Okay. Uh, also, there's more Koreans in Koreatown, anywhere in the world other than Korea. Really? So these folks know what they're doing.
2: I didn't know
0: that. I ate, on uh, my birthday, I ate uh, Parks Barbecue. Uh, then on five days later, on your birthday, we ate pos- arguably the best sushi in Vegas, oh, if not the country. Down. Hands no boo. down. And then the next day, I ate at arguably the best buffet in the country at yeah. Bacchanalia. I mean, I feel like a, a literal little king. little
2: shits over here. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, I just have to say something, too. Um, on your birthday. Mm-hmm. I just, one day I'm going to nail it because I I know you're so sweet and you're like, yay. And I know our, our, um, whatchamacallit, love languages are different, Mm -hmm. different, different. I obviously like to give gifts. Mm -hmm. You do amazing gifts as well, but you're also, you think in such a cooler way of like experience Mm -hmm. and quality time and. And you know, and I'm just like, here's something. Well, because we both later. Ha- we
0: both have everything we need. <laughs> yeah, I literally, I mean, there's nothing. There's things maybe I want, but there's literally nothing I need.
2: Experiences are like when you start enjoying experiences, that's when you're getting old. Yeah. And I'm starting to enjoy experiences, of and I'm like, why? I think it's because you've made me like a better person. It's super annoying. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's alright. I mean, <laughs> It's fine. I'll deal with it. So Still on Housewives, though. Never going to give that up.
0: You don't think you delivered on my birthday?
2: I don't, because I think what I wanted to do... Can I
0: say what you got me? Sure. Got me a brand new MacBook. Top of the line, 64 gig.
2: It's the same exact one you have, but it's just in not from 1907.
0: Yeah. Mine was about seven years old. I shame people that... Got have, me a brand gotta new MacBook. You got to get a new one
2: every seven years. And a matching
0: brand new... Uh, what do you call it? iPad. Yeah. Tablet. I've never had an iPad.
2: Anyone ever do ma- mania shopping? Because they feel mad. You got have. me a laptop
0: <laughs> and an iPad.
2: Yep, I did.
0: And an Amoeba gift card. Oh, yeah. And a Parks gift card. That's oh, yeah. a power move.
2: That was fun.
0: Take me to a restaurant, the one of the best restaurants. And then while we're eating, oh, here's a here's a gift card for next time.
2: Well, here's the thing with that. I feel like that's a bit lazy. Like, I should have g- given you that before. But, you know, I was there. I was just like, oh, he likes it. He could take a friend <laughs> next time. <laughs> you
0: know, it's just... You crushed it, boo. I don't know why okay. you think you, you phoned it in.
2: Well, you know, usually we go somewhere, and I know you love traveling, and I, I just I didn't have it in me. And it took all of me to go to Vegas. And listen, let me tell you, I got rebirthed there. Want to know why? Because that mocktail... At Vanderpump Cocktail Lounge really put a spring in my step. I'm all about mocktails because they're yeah. full of sugar. And that's when the beast was unleashed. Yeah. This I've been doing so good with sugar you guys and then mm,
0: sugar beast. I'm a sugar beast.
2: Okay, so the night before we left, this is my disgustingness. I was like, we've already eaten so much. The world, really. Uh-huh. And I we were watching Pulp Fiction, uh-huh. and it was the scene where Uma and John Travolta were at that really cool fifties diner. Uh-huh. It's a famous dance scene, and they get milkshakes. And I was like, "Never have I like craved a hamburger." But I was like, "Do you want to get hamburgers, fries, and milkshakes?" And you were like, "Hell yeah!" And this was past ten o'clock, yeah. and that's when it all went awry.
0: Okay.
2: you got cheese fries. There the were there burgers was... and
0: shakes delivered to the room. <laughs>
2: And that was just so weird, too, because they had quote-unquote room service, but it was just this thing. It was just the
0: restaurants that were in the hotel.
2: Yeah, and you just kind of put it through this weird text through the ether, and you hope they find you, which they did, but we're old. This is what's happening. Also,
0: I didn't realize until after that it was from the restaurants that were in the place, then I was like, Boy, do I feel like a piece of shit. I could have just walked down when <laughs> no. ordered to go.
2: Here's the thing. It's far. Mm-hmm. It's a trek. It was a trek. That place is huge. I mean, I got all my steps in. I think that's why I was so hungry mm-hmm. and fero- ferociously hungry. Yeah. But here's the thing, guys. You get older, and guess what happens? Uh, yeah. I think I... Did you hear a meow? I I got on headphones. Your metabolism. It goes slower. Mm-hmm. So I can't, I can't just justify, hey, I walked around all day at the mall. Mm-hmm. Now I can have fries. Yeah. No can't, cause then you see it the next morning. <laughs> I'm getting back into my training. Yeah, I am training to be amazing. Now uh-huh. I'm gonna. I've already started my daily one hour walks. Okay, loving it. Yeah, loving it. Having having a ball. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna go ahead and start incorporating. Who knows classes? I'm gonna. You know, I might go. Hey, why not try a yoga? Uh-huh. Or hey, there's a thing called Class Pass in which you can buy. They're not sponsors, but I don't know. Anyway, it's a thing where they're like, hey, three classes at this place and three classes at this place. And you could just try it. And I think I'm going to do that.
0: That's pretty cool. First
2: of all, I'll find all new friends. Uh-huh. And then all the amenities at these fancy places are amazing. Yeah. yeah, They always have the I mean, for those of you that know Dry Bar, which is this like place you could just get your hair washed uh-huh. and done. That's it. That's all they do there. Huh. They just wash your hair and then style it. Okay. And they have the blow dryers from there yeah. in a lot of the gyms here, Ooh. and and they're yellow. And you know they're overpriced, but it's the most amazing feeling because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm using this.
0: Speaking of which, you had some more birthday fun.
2: I did. Yeah,
0: gotcha. You, some
2: you some took treatments. me to the spa at Caesar's Palace. I love a spa, you guys. What I love the amenities. Too, yeah. Okay, so I did a full body massage. Mm-hmm. By this lovely masseuse who does ultra running, by the way. A hundred miles this girl races. Now, she was an extrovert. Now, during a massage, I usually, I like my introverts doing the Uh job. And that's okay. She was making me laugh. Mm -hmm. Apparently, her mother-in-law got her a hospital gown one year as a gift because she was an alcoholic. And I (laughs) was laughing so hard. Then I was like, I'm sorry. Anyway, then I got a facial. This cool ass facial, and I just felt like a queen. Uh-huh. Then my face broke out as if locusts had attacked it. Hmm. But that's what happens when you get facials, okay? What is he doing? Charlie's what are you doing? What are you doing? Buddy? What are you doing? I've already heard this he's, shit. He's he's over. He's over the Stonebergs. <laughs> we are fun, Charlie.
0: We took Charlie with us. Do we talk about that? <gasps>
2: no, this Charlie was Charlie's first out of state experience. First
0: trip with us, I think, mm-hmm.
2: right? Oh no, we taken him to Joshua Tree but never Yeah, we
0: take him to Joshua Tree, we took him to San Diego. But yeah, first out of state trip.
2: First out of state trip. He, he did so he good.
0: Did he did great
2: we had Little a trooper oh he was just amazing he was the bell of the ball he was it was the bell of the freaking ball <laughs> he did
0: have a blast
2: he had so much fun who well, are all these people he was great and he made it so special like when we got back to the hotel it wasn't just like cold hotel sad. it was yeah. just like charlie sitting at the door yeah. with a tail wagging having some fun you
1: had a good
0: time
2: oh it was so great
0: good time it was a great trip Boo. Oh, happy so birthday awesome.
2: thank you boo and happy birthday to you oh man i had a blast Oh my gosh. I had an absolute blast. So, I'm going to miss you a lot, by the way. I'm going
0: to miss you, Boo. Uh, I'm going on tour just for a couple weeks. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I leave uh, Monday. Uh, so, Tuesday the 16th, myself and Ryan Singer will be in Fayetteville, West Virginia. Come see us there. Uh, the 18th through the 21st, we're at Go Bananas Comedy Club in Cincinnati. Ryan will be headlining. I'll be the middle act. Uh, the 23rd, we'll both be co headlining in Philadelphia at Helium. And then August 24th, co headlining Buffalo, Helium, Buffalo, New York. It's a so, big uh, deal,
2: guys. Helium's like a big deal. So. Helium's a great club. club. Yeah. It's a great
0: club. I've done uh, Portland. I've done the Indianapolis one. So it'll be nice to do. Uh, I think Philly is the OG. I think Philly's the original Helium, if I'm not mistaken. That or Portland. I can't remember which one came first. But regardless, we shall have fun. Uh, you can find tickets to those dates at Dumb Dave Stone. Dot com. And uh, months away, or a couple months away now, uh, but still something I'm very psyched about. Atlanta folks, uh, please come see me October 20th at The Earl. And, and
2: I will be there, because guess what? I'm coming, Kay's baby. Okay,
0: with me. Uh, if things work out, I'm going to film this one for a special. Woo! So yeah, come see your boy in Atlanta October 20th. And a bunch of other random dates, too. I'll be in uh, Bristol, Tennessee. I'll be uh, in Nashville with Kyle Canaan. That'll be fun, uh, in October, I'll be in, uh, St. Louis, I'll be hopefully in Memphis, I'll be in Birmingham, uh, later in the year, I've got, um, Little Rock, Arkansas, Fort Worth, Texas, Lafayette, Louisiana, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Trinidad, Colorado, a lot of dates at com. that's where you can, uh, Come see me. Uh, let me plug my cookbooks. Uh, yes. Kitchen Survival Guides, Volume 1, 2, and 3, still available at dumbdavestone.com. The only reason I bring that up is because we've had a rash of, uh, hey, can I please have your biscuit recipe emails lately. Oh, really? Yeah, and mm-hmm. I appreciate your interest in it, but uh, you got to pay for that shit now. Uh, <laughs> <You> <laughs> guys, want, we got to uh, pay for my bras. Any, Come on. Any of my recipes, uh, l- like I said, uh, three different volumes. I think there's a total of about uh, maybe 50 recipes in there, 40 or 50. Uh, But those can be found at dumbdavestone.com as well. Word of mouth this week, Boo. Uh,
2: (gasps) You want to talk about
0: that new show we watched yesterday? Yes,
2: I do. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Okay, it's on, what is it, HBO Max, Mm -hmm. Boo? Yeah, it is Rehearsal with Nathan Fielder, Fielder, who might be my favorite human ever.
0: Uh, I had a show uh, for a few years previously called Nathan for You.
2: Now, if you guys know, we love our for babies and uh Truman is our scholarly <laughs> yeah. kind of introvert like mm-hmm. he's always working on his 80th master's degree mm-hmm. but it is so funny to see a Truman <laughs> like a in human, human form. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah. I know that makes us sound like psychopaths. Uh, yeah. But yes, we have given personalities and accents and even backstories to all three of our pets.
2: Absolutely. And and hey, we don't have kids, so that's why. Okay? And Truman is the most
0: intellectual. He's the most prim and proper. Yes. Oh. Doesn't suffer fools greatly, but uh, and I'm he'll, surrounded by them, unfortunately.
2: He's just timid. Yes. You know, he's, he's a timid. He's gentle. Yeah. He's an observer is yes. what he is. Yes. He's but very cautious. He's how would you describe uh, Rehearsal Boo?
0: Well, Nathan Fielder, if you know him from uh, Nathan For You, he's, um, how would you describe, I guess falls under the abstract comedy umbrella, mm-hmm. um, or a lot of, you know, I guess you could accuse him of being alt comedy. Okay. Um, point being, there was, there's people who've done this abstract thing, uh, and it has not worked. I won't. Throw anybody into the bus, but there's uh, just that abstract like, "Hey, I, I'm I'm so cool. I don't have punchlines, uh, and I'm not saying he's like that. He's the he's an example of someone who pulls off ab- abstract comedy very well. Okay, there's other shows, <clears throat> Tim and Eric, that I <laughs> just would rather watch a puppy get beat to death than watch a whole episode of that show. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, "Oh, are you abstract or are you just (sighs) terribly fucking unfunny and a poser? Which one is it? I'm not sure. I am sure, but I'm being diplomatic. No, but he's, to the naked eye, he's not like a funny guy. He's he's very soft-spoken, very understated, uh, not a boisterous, over-the-top guy, but real subtle, very deadpan. But uh, this show... The name is rehearsal, and uh, we only saw the pilot so i i 'm curious to see the other episodes, and we loved it but uh the pilot episode he was just um, he finds average people by yeah. placing Craigslist ads or other forms of communication, but he 'll find people who have a thing going on, and then he will coach them up on how to best achieve this thing and in the pilot episode, it was a guy uh, <laughs> real. Nice, but maybe uh, on the spectrum fellow. Uh, not sweet. there's anything wrong with that, yeah. but just you could tell this guy, you know, he was, he had to put forth a lot of effort just to kind of do everyday things. And, um, but yeah, this guy had a confession too that he mm. wanted to make to a friend. Uh, yeah. I won't spoil anything, but he had. He had told a little white lie years ago that had festered, and now he's ready to confess to a friend. And Nathan Fielder comes in and helps him rehearse and prepare for this uh, conflict or, or confrontation, if you will. And just goes over the top yeah. with the attention to detail, where he like replicates yep. how things might go, even hires actors to play the real people in terms of like rehearsing, going through it. Yeah. That way we know you know, uh, different variations, different options, different uh, circumstances that might arise during this whole thing. He's got every possible scenario covered and they rehearse it. And it was, it's unlike anything I've ever seen.
2: It's so, it's funny and it's sweet. And I was telling Dave like, Oh wow, this is so cool to see therapy Mm -hmm. happening. Like that's what uh cognitive behavioral therapy is like okay let's go through this scenario like dr yeah. julie so many times is like okay let's have this conversation mm-hmm. like what are you nervous about and and you just rehearse and it's so neat because it's like the biggest fear in your head mm-hmm. you, it usually n- is never that bad mm-hmm. And so you're, like, conquering fears in such a cool way. Yeah,
0: and that's what he did in the episode where he went through multiple scenarios and options. Worst case. But he did the worst case scenario, Mm -hmm. and then they acted it out. And and that way the main guy is like, okay, worst case scenario, that's going to happen, and I just survived that, and that wasn't that bad. Yep. So... And they do best case scenario and it, it was really interesting and I'm, I'm
2: and so cute and and smart and I love all the details you mm-hmm. were like he's has OCD and yeah. I'm like I really resonate with him do I have OCD like for example
0: <laughs> they were go, they were gonna have the, the main subject was going to have this uh, I don't know if confrontation is the right word but encounter he was going to confess confess to his old friend uh, about this white lie and they were going to do it at this particular bar, so Nathan Fielder had his whole production team recreate the, bar. the actual bar, yes. but like to scale, like not even I don't no, even know if we every used to single read that detail right. to scale would mean that they're scaling it down. But this was like exact replica of the bar. Yeah, they built an exact replica, like the same in square their footage, yeah. the same the same floor plan, right there in a sound stage, yep. and then they did all these uh, rehearsals. In that actual bar, and just the way that he even had like the exact seats and the exact paint and the exact door jams, it just felt like, oh, this show's just a vehicle for his OCD. It is. Like, let's see, because yeah, my point is, having that exact replica of the bar that they were going to have the confrontation in, really not that important to the story. Yeah, is you know what I mean? It's not like mm-hmm. the guy couldn't accomplish what he wanted to do because. The rehearsal bar was different.
2: Yeah, exactly. But
0: it, it really had nothing to do with the story. It yeah. was just, hey, we have a production budget, and this is an interesting idea. Let's recreate whatever to a T.
2: And it really...
0: It's added a lot to it. It made it uh, really funny.
2: Yeah, it, it starts off a little slow, but it's, it is... it uh, is. I don't know. I just really thought it was cute and yeah. creative and yeah. really really sweet.
0: And I liked Nathan For You, by the way, and I saw several episodes see, of that. I didn't see that. But for me, it didn't catch me. It was like, oh, okay, I see what this is. I kind of see what he's doing. And it was good, but it just, for whatever reason, didn't suck me in. That's why why when this came out, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I know Nathan Fielder, but I'll see that when I see it. And for Mm -hmm. whatever reason, we just watched it the other night, and it was like, oh, shit, I get why people are talking about this. This is is incredibly original.
2: So, and yeah. it's on. Let's all watch it together like a family.
0: <laughs> Boo! Where can we find you on social medias?
2: Instagram KT Low Strandberg and on TikTok, uh, KT Low Strandberg. I think. Oh, boy, <laughs> 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 I'm trying. And what about you, Bill? Uh,
0: I'm whatever. I'm okay. On, uh, you know, I don't
2: care. Dave Stone. Everyone, go. Be, I just
0: don't care about social Google. media, and I know I should. You should. I just, it's so hard for me to get excited. You gotta excited.
2: sell, you gotta sell the apples at the market, boo. That's media Social true. media's the market. hmm I don't know what I'm saying. Then okay. You want these apples? Oh, boy. How do you like them apples? Only Matt Damon movie I enjoyed.
0: Yeah? Yeah, you've been on a very anti-Matt Damon take lately. I don't know
2: lately. why. <laughs> yeah,
0: you find him boring.
2: I find him boring and abhorrent, and I don't know why. There's something that happened when I was little, obviously. I find him
0: boring. I don't find him abhorrent.
2: I find him abhorrent I just abhorrent find him lately. vanilla. It's almost just like, come on. Mm -hmm. It's like Paul McCartney. Enough already. Enough already. You don't like Paul McCartney. No, I mean, I get it. But like, (laughs) how many concerts and, ugh, get away. Anywho, Mm -hmm. guys, we love you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Stonebergs. And we love you. Bye. (laughs)
0: everybody thanks so much for listening to the stonebergs podcast if you enjoyed it it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on itunes and if you don't listen to it on itunes but still want to help out simply tell a friend as word of mouth is so important follow us on instagram at the stonebergs podcast follow us on twitter at the stonebergs and lastly give us a call 24 7 and leave a voicemail At 562-548-2012. That's 562-548-2012. Thanks for listening.